Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This sinister tale, Story Club members, might make you wonder about the things that go bump in the night. It's one I call the Culver City Haunting. This is one of the creepier cases that I'll mention on the show, beloved listeners. Like any ghost story, I'm not sure if it's true or not, or simply an elaborate hoax cooked up by the person who claimed to experience it. You just never can say with total certainty. But I'm gonna tell you what I know, and then you can decide if it's fact or fiction, reality or myth. On August 22, 1974, Dr. Barry Taff and Carrie Gaynor arrived at 11547 Braddock Drive in Culver City. It was the California home of Doris Bither, a single mother of four children who ranged in age from 6 to 16. Doris had reported to the paranormal investigators that she and her youngsters were being abused by ghosts. She reported being struck, thrown across the room, and even bitten by shadowy apparitions. Paranormal investigators Dr. Barry Taff and Carrie Gaynor were at first skeptical of Doris Bither, believing that the troubled woman, who was emotionally delicate, had invited much of the haunting into her house through mental suggestion. However, after further examination into her case, the investigators soon stopped doubting Doris's reports. They reported strange lights, rotten odors, cold spots, and objects falling from shelves by themselves, all events that are typically in line with poltergeist activity. Poltergeist, a German word, literally means noisy ghost. And that's just what the otherworldly detectives claimed they experienced in Doris's Culver City home. Dr. Barry Taff and Carrie Gaynor got to work. They brought in high-speed cameras to try and capture something on film. Doris conjured up the beings by calling out to them. To Taff and Gaynor's surprise, bizarre lights began to manifest around the room. A greenish mist swirled and grew in a shadowy corner. Within seconds, the form of a man's upper torso grew visible in the mist, large and heavily muscled. The eerie being had no facial details. An investigator reportedly fainted after witnessing this. 
However, the investigators noted that the activity decreased after several visits. Photographs taken revealed what seemed to be blobs of light, which were the only objective evidence gathered. Taff and Gaynor took the images with a special Polaroid film. They claimed to have encountered drifting balls of light. The images showed a static, circular band of light, and also an irregular bright light, as well as shapeless, overexposed areas. Though many of the photographs were later contested, with disbelievers saying the images were a result of overexposed film and shoddy camera work, there were some elements in the photos that were not as easy to claim as mistakes. Based on their client's story and their observations and photographs, Taft summed up that the paranormal phenomena was involved at Doris's Culver City home and classified the case as a haunting. However, other specialists over the decades have claimed that Doris Bither's case was more likely the result of a perfect storm, including a distressed family, poor investigation skills, and confirmed bias. Which means that Taff and Gaynor may have agreed with Doris Bither and went along with her story so it would be an official ghost case. Nevertheless, the story inspired a runaway best-selling book a few years later, and a hit film in the early 80s. Doris Bither moved from the house with her family. She then reported that the cruel spirits followed her wherever she moved, and continued to taunt her. Dr. Barry Taff later wrote a book about the strange case. By the late 1980s, the whereabouts of Doris Bither and her children were unknown. It's reported she died in 1999. I've always wanted to take my psychic friend Autumn Nash to that location in Culver City, California to see if she can dredge up any of the evil spirits that Doris Bither claimed to be haunted by, but it looks like it's a private residence, so I'm not gonna bother the people living there. I'm not sure if it's still the original house that stands there or another one that was built on the site at this point. Either way, who's to say? But it's certainly an interesting ghost story, which, of course, you and I are always dying to hear. <laughs> Oh, and of course, story club members are always dying to make a fashion statement and express themselves, too. If you remember, beloved listeners, I worked hard to create some awesome designs for you, and nothing makes me happier than seeing you grab them up and show your pride. Let's take story club swag to the streets with GoKidGo.com, people. After all, there's truly nothing cooler than sharing your true self with the world. Head on over to GoKidGo.com to pick up the hoodie, t-shirt, or hat that best fits your story club style. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.